Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen, and today we're talking about the six pillars of uh, lawn care. Now, some people will um, be confused about what I'm talking about, and some people might disagree with me a little bit. That being said, I'm going to jump into, sorry, not six, I don't know what I'm thinking, guys, five. There's five pillars. Um, and if you, everything basically in your lawn care business can be thrown into one of these these categories. And when it's thrown into one of these categories, it's much easier to break it down because I think that we as like lawn care business owners, we are just like thinking we're just all over the place. And that's a problem because we don't want to be all over the place. We just want to be able to focus, get the thing done, uh, just do the thing, you know, and uh, do it well. And um, it doesn't have to be rocket science like we kind of make it out to be. Um, so I've got five areas of my business that I use to just break it down. And if you guys subscribe to the free newsletter, which if you don't already, link in the description below, go subscribe to the free newsletter. I talk about these five areas every week and I talk about like one area, um, just like one thing in each area to be thinking about and to be implementing in your business. Um, so, so I'm going to break down the five areas and um, this will help you better understand a lot of the stuff that I talk about when I talk about the five areas and all this other stuff. Like, it doesn't have to be complicated. This is how it's broken down. You guys ready for it? Let's do it. So, <clears throat> area number one is going to be weather. Now, you guys might be thinking, uh huh? Like, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? In each area of these, in each of these areas, words, I'm having a hard time with words. Each area of these, each of these areas of your business, um, once you get these, each one of these areas optimized, your business is going to flow so smooth and it's going to be a dream. And as long as you go, I'm going to just bang out each of these areas to make sure that I'm going to get them right. And once you have like a great, you know, um, I'll walk through them, but like a great team, you have scheduled jobs properly that if there's bad weather, you can handle it. Uh, all the equipment is newer, up to date. What you're looking for works great for your properties, starts every time, perfect, uh, stripes well, has that extra little this, that, and the other thing to make it a little bit nicer, a little bit easier for the guys. <clears throat> you know, you got your personal life sorted out. You've got, you know, a good balance between work and, and uh, personal stuff. And then uh, what's the one more? And accounts. Like you don't have paying clients. You just – people are good, straightforward, getting it done, and uh, you don't have too many issues with them. So let's jump in. The first area, which I touched on, is weather. Uh, making sure that your scheduled property, your recurring revenue jobs should fit in four days, okay? Um, and if you're doing like five days of mowing, six days of mowing, it's too much. I know someone who does five days of mowing. I'm like – and he goes to church on Sunday, and uh, it's like his day off. And I'm like, well, what happens if it rains two days? He's like, well, we just have to wake up earlier and go to bed later. I'm like, no, that's like that's not really the way that you have to do this. Not, I do have to say, very impressive that he can fill five days with mowing. But still, um, I think that at that point, you're like, all right, well, let's add a second crew and have them do some landscaping too, right? Um, so I'll, I'll do like, what is a day that even in, uh, later in the season when it's getting dark out at like six, so you can't go till seven o'clock? Um, and, you know, it's getting light at 6 or sometime around then. Like you start work uh, at 8 and you can go till 6, right, and fit all that work into four days. Now, do keep this in mind that this actually happens a lot where you will have um, two, maybe even three days worth of rain days. So if you're barely fitting in all your work in four days worth of work and you just stretch it out over five, I wouldn't personally do that. At that point, I would generally just start another team. Um, 
what I do with my business is I'll do uh, four days of mowing and we'll just do eight hour days. So 32 hours worth of mowing. So just break down 32 hours worth of mowing. How many jobs does it take to fill that? Well, if we're doing three jobs an hour, then that's what, 96 jobs. But sometimes we do four an hour. Sometimes it's only two or one an hour. Like it's just from balance there. And you'll figure it out. You get that sweet spot. And uh, just whatever whatever fills those four days. And then on that fifth day, if it doesn't rain, you can go do your mulch, your hedge trimming, uh, weeding. What else is there? Spring fall cleanups, aeration, overseeding, fertilization. Those are the days that you do that. If you're already working five days with mowing and then you have to work a sixth day to do those odd jobs because – a lot of people want that full service kind of business and a lot of the odd jobs are super profitable. Yeah, you're probably going to want to get to the point where um, you have all that work shoved in to the four days because day number six, you know, you're just not feeling it. And then on uh, your day off, you're just like snoozing the whole day. And so just make sure that you can fit it in. I would highly recommend 32 hours. Um, some people will be like, yeah, well, I can do a nine-hour day, you know, not the end of the world to me. And and I'm like, just whatever you're willing to do literally every single week, if this happened every week, would you could you do it? Would you do it and would you still be fine doing it? Yes? Okay, well, you know, if you want to add on another four hours and do 36 and nine hours a day, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Ends up being nine and a half with a, a lunch break and um, maybe set a couple of breaks in there. Ends up being like 10 hours, which is a little bit crazy. You know, that's 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., uh, which is, you know – not always fun. It's not always. Not, I, I don't. I personally, um, I've done it. We've had some really busy weeks where we've done ten hour day, then another, and then follow up with a ten and a half, then follow up with a nine and a half, then follow up with an eleven, and it's just like by the by the last one, you're just like, I'm just done. I don't even want to start next week. And then you've got odd jobs the next day. That's just it's it's not fun. So make sure that your stuff is fitting in those four days, that thirty two hours um, for recurring revenue, like like mowing. If you have so many that, but you're like, oh, well, I'm growing and I'm looking to start a second team. And you don't want to just take the leap with like a couple of mowing jobs with the next team and just have them do landscaping. Like, ah, I don't know how I should do this. Yes. Then by all means, max out, get to that 10 hours in four days. And it'll end up being like five days a week. And you're going to get to the pain point where you're like, it's going to be too pain. It's going to be more painful to keep doing it this way. than it's going to be financially painful having another team that's kind of, you know, work is a little bit slow with them. You're always going to have that stretch. When you add that another team, there's always going to be kind of that stretch point in between where you were doing a okay with, and like doing fantastic profit, profit wise with the, uh, with the one team. And now both are just doing eh, okay. Um, and you just have more overhead with the tools and all this stuff. <clears throat> and then you slowly go back up to max capacity with both. Um, and that's difficult. I can't really speak to it too much. I've seen a bunch of people do it. Uh, I have not done it personally myself. We only have one crew that goes out and does work. Um, that being said, would be interesting to do a second crew. So what do you guys think? Should I should I do it just for experiment's sake? Who knows? So that's weather. Make sure it fits in 32 hours of recurring revenue. And then any other landscape jobs, any odd jobs, you can fit in that fifth day there. And if it rains all week and um, you just did office work the other day, it's fine. It's not a big deal. You get that uh, those odd jobs in. You know, come summer months when it's really dry out and uh, it goes down to like three days a week or the mowing. 
So the next area is equipment. This is super important because a lot of guys, <clears throat> if you just start your business, start the first thing they do is go buy the thing that they wanted to buy before they, the reason why they started the long-care business, oh, I wanted a nice car, I wanted this, I wanted that, and they go out and buy it, but when really the first thing they should be doing is reinvesting into the business, um, and equipment is like the biggest way that you do this. Upgrading your equipment, when you start out, you don't have a lot of money for new or fancy or shiny or cool or anything like that, now you've got money for that, now you can really start growing things. So start spending money on things that are going to um, get you ahead, and that are really going to get you a leg up. Um, Equipment-wise, make sure that you, like, I've said it again and again and again, have a property avatar. Like, a property avatar is basically, like, you know the exact property that your mowing setup is set up for. Now, if you have multiple crews, you can set up, um, and each, like, subdivision has, like, the same kind of houses. Maybe you can do, like, one crew that does cookie cutters, one does uh, wide-open fields and commercial properties. But generally, you're going to just pick one, settle on it, and buy equipment for it. Like, for example, our uh, avatar is probably a half acre, um, a half acre to three quarter acre lot. Probably has a pool and a gated backyard, but it might just have a gated backyard period just to keep the dogs in kind of thing. And um, it's a bigger backyard that most lawn care businesses won't touch it because <clears throat> they don't want to be push mowing the whole thing uh, in the back. But we have the perfectly sized walk behind with a wheel kit and it zips around back there. But the front yard, you know, I can fit a 60-inch deck mower in there, zip, 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 get in and out. Um, the guy in the front's working the trimmer. And then as soon as he's done working the trimmer, I've loaded up the big mower and I grab the blower and he's done the front. I start blowing off. And the guy in the back's been working hard with the walk behind, zipping back and forth the whole time. And by the time that I'm done blowing up the front and I wait, give him a couple seconds for the string trimmer guy to finish up the back, um, you know, he's done with the walk behind. And we all just kind of finish at the same time. It all just works really well, flows really well. So just making sure that you have you know, the perfect equipment that you've got your striping kits, got your uh, shoot blockers on everything just so that you, uh, you're ready. Everything's optimized to the to the best extent with equipment and just reinvesting and making sure that equipment isn't the reason, like equipment's not breaking down all the time. The equipment's not slowing you down because it's not powerful enough, like little stupid things like that, um, which I made a lot of mistakes with this year with, with, you know, buying dumb equipment that I didn't need. And then I finally got it right and got some some really high quality equipment, and it was a lot of money for it. But it was it was it's 100% worth it. And uh, we're just building out the dream the dream uh, setup. So we've got like basically our dream mowers, the 36 walk behind with the wheel kit, basically as good as it gets. Would a stand on be a little bit you know easier to use? Sure. How much more would it be? Uh, three or four times the price. Is it worth it? Mm, uh, three or four times the price? Nah, you know probably not. Um, big mower, <clears throat> perfect. Push mower is like one of the last things we need to upgrade. Trailer, perfect. Um, trimmers, blowers, perfect. Maybe one more backpack blower. Um, upgrade the push mower, and then we're getting a new truck, which should solve that. <clears throat> so literally just one more backpack blower and uh, a push mower will do it, and we'll just be completely optimized when it comes to equipment. All right, next one is going to be uh, employees, your team. Hiring the best employees, <clears throat> firing the ones who are subpar. And when, if it's just you and you're trying to optimize your setup <clears throat> to be super profitable, firing the guys who are slow, who don't care, um, obviously just be constantly in the process of hiring new people. Always be on the lookout because when you find that guy who's perfect, you just fire one of the guys who's like the least perfect and uh, take him on <clears throat> and get him integrated into the company. So always just be optimizing your team. Be looking for better players all the time. And that's not to say don't be loyal to the people you have. Uh, train them and give them opportunities to grow and say, look, we're looking at replacing you because this is this and it has to be bad for you to replace them because if they're like, if like, you know, on a scale of one to 10, they're an eight 
or a nine and you're like, oh, but this guy's like a nine or a ten. Like that's not a reason to like like keep the B players around. You're gonna need the B players. And if you find A players, build a new team for them to work on and, and have the A and B players just rolling. Don't uh um, get a bad reputation with the B players. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just fire all the B players to get the A players. You know, you need some of those guys. 